0: Welcome to Check It Out, a Westerville Public Library podcast where librarians tell you what we like and where you can find it. I'm Jordan, an adult services librarian.
1: I'm Megan. I am also an adult services librarian.
0: And I'm David, an adult services
2: working at the Innovation Lab.
0: All right, guys, thank you for being here again. Listen, I've got a crazy icebreaker for you right now. Hit me. Let's break that ice. It's going to be broken. Uh, here we go. What color do you feel like right now? Ooh. What color do I <laughs> feel like right now? Yeah. I don't know if I've ever felt like a color ever. Um, Ooh, wow. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I have a weird one because I feel maybe dark blue, but hot.
2: <laughs> hmm. interesting that doesn't
0: make any sense but
2: <laughs> like Hades like from Hercules right like
0: oh, yes yeah 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 yeah
1: or a butane yeah. flame
0: yes there you
2: go
1: gotcha yeah.
0: or that like weird sulfur lava that like burns blue I saw it once on a nature documentary um look it interesting. up interesting it's real <laughs> look it up
2: I would say I feel I, uh, I feel green good enough and I think about uh, I think about the song uh, Kermit song. It's not easy being green, mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. how it goes from like negativity to swings over to positivity.
0: Oh, that's yes. kind of like my
2: mindset these these days. You know, it's less mm-hmm. like when I catch myself focusing on a couple of the negatives and trying to pivot that into some of the positives. So I'll say I'm feeling green.
1: All right, that's really nice. Well, now I feel like I have to answer the question. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: puce, feeling kind of puce. Uh, what? It's it's like a combination of, like, orange and baby blue. It's an awful color. It's disgusting.
0: Do you feel awful? It's got an awful name. It's, I'm
1: not saying that I feel awful and disgusting, but just, I don't know. Pews as a color makes me kind of uneasy, and I guess I'm feeling uneasy.
2: Oh, okay. Do you feel misunderstood? Yeah. Like, maybe the color is misunderstood?
1: Oh, no. The color isn't misunderstood. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> So you know, a little uneasy, a little off kilter, I guess. Like puce shouldn't
0: be a color. <laughs> yeah, puce just sounds like if like if you made puke softer. Yeah, basically, which is bad. It sounds yeah.
2: like it should be a garbage pail kid. You know what I mean? Like that that was on a <laughs> that was on a card back then. It just said puce, and he was like oh, wow. digging into a dumpster
0: or something. It's puke light. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a diet puke. <laughs> Okay, let's get into our picks, you guys. Here are some suggestions that you at home can check out. I don't have to go first.
2: Go first. Go first. Go I'm going to go first. first. Thank
0: you so much. All right, great. Today, my pick is going to be Bird Box by Josh Mallerman, and it's going to be the audiobook version. So you can download that on the Ohio Digital Library using the Overdrive or Libby apps. Bird Box, you may have heard about this from the Netflix movie, starring Sandra Bullock. They did a pretty good job, but I liked this book before the movie came out. You know, I'm just a little bit cool like that. Um, a little bit of a hipster. It's, yeah. You know, I'm a trendsetter and it tastes You
1: liked Bird Box before um, it was cool. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I did read this like back in 2014, and um, I've reread it a couple times, and I've listened to the audiobook a couple times, and the audiobook is really, really good. So if you don't know, Bird Box is about these survivors in sort of a post-apocalyptic setting where this event started happening where people would see a thing and go immediately mad and then like kill themselves. So most of the world is wiped out. this thing. And it it centers around a group of survivors who are holed up in a house. The windows are boarded up. They can't go outside. It's maybe a good, I don't know if it's good to listen to this in this time, but it's certainly relevant. (laughs) And basically you can't go outside without a blindfold on or else you'll risk seeing this thing and be driven mad. So that like, sense deprivation of being blinded I think works especially well if you're listening to it in an audiobook form where you literally can't Mm. see anything. You're not even looking at words on a page. Like if you could listen to this in a dark room (laughs) with just like noise canceling headphones on, that would be ideal. But um, it's a really, really awesome. And obviously it's a horror story. So it's about these survivors. And there's also like this dual narrative where um, you're getting the main characters point of view. Um, This is a woman named Mallory. At the beginning of the apocalypse, she's pregnant and hold up with the survivors. And at this like later timeline, she has two kids with her as they finally leave the house and they're the only survivors. So you know something big goes down, and uh, you just don't know how it happens. And as it like reveals itself, it's really, really engrossing and, and captivating. So that's Bird Box by Josh Mallerman.
1: Might have to check that out.
0: Check it out. It sounds like
1: it'd be up my alley.
0: And it's available on Ohio Digital Library. Megan, do you want to go next?
1: Yes. For my pick today, I want to talk about a little book called Good Omens. I could direct you to a specific source for this, but there are actually a handful of ways that you can access this title. The full title is Good Omens, The Nice and Accurate Prophecies of Agnes Nutter, Witch. It's by two of my favorite authors, Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman. It's available as an ebook on Cloud Library and as an e audiobook on both the Ohio Digital Library and Hoopla. Nice. Oh, uh, and you can also even access. It was recently made into a TV show, so you can access the soundtrack on Hoopla as well.
2: Oh, cool! Nice.
1: And then on Overdrive, they also have the script from the TV show and a companion guide. That's
0: cool. Oh, what?
1: So wow. all kinds of good omens goodies that you can get from the comfort of your own home on your computer, tablet, or smartphone. This is one of my favorite books ever. The two uh, authors working together, they're they're just perfect. It's very funny. It's a story about two guys who one is an angel and one is a demon. And they're kind of on Earth to keep an eye on things and Armageddon starts. And they both realize that over the many millennia that they've been living on Earth, they've actually grown quite fond of it and would rather not have an Armageddon. Thank you very much. (laughs) So the two of them form a reluctant alliance basically to track down the Antichrist, who is a kid. They were supposed to have been keeping an eye on him from birth in order to make sure that Armageddon happened, but they lost him <laughs> and unknowingly watched the wrong kid for years. <laughs> <So>
0: <laughs> the Saul sounds very Terry Pratchett.
1: Very much so. Um, it yeah. is hilarious. Um, the characters are all really well crafted. You come to care about all of them. I've read it multiple times. I laugh out loud every time I read it. I haven't actually listened to the audiobook, so I can't say for sure how good that is. I thought they did a really good job with the TV show. Unfortunately, we don't have access to the TV show, but I thoroughly en- enjoyed it. Yeah, it's on Amazon or
0: something. Mm-hmm.
1: As you may or may not know, Terry Pratchett is dead. And Neil Gaiman uh, said that his one requirement for making the TV show was to make Terry Pratchett happy. So basically, every decision that he made working with the show creators was always brought back to that that question of whether or not Terry Pratchett would have been happy with that decision. That's so I really think, nice. the fa- yeah, I think the fact that that informed their process um, it made it into a really good TV show. Um, yeah, so check out Good Omens in any of those formats that I mentioned before on any of those platforms, and you are sure to be delighted.
0: Check it out. Thanks, Megan.
2: Alright, so to finish it off, um, I'll go with my pick. It's actually a film, a little bit of an older film, that you can access through the Ohio Digital Library. And that is the film The Evil Dead. Ah. I love that movie. It's a 1981 film by Sam Raimi, uh, starring Bruce Campbell. Uh, very kind of uh, influential in terms of horror movies uh, and kind of creating a little a mini-canon with um, just the characters, uh, primarily uh, Ash Williams, uh, from that series. but. Um, it's a movie that I first saw uh, when I was younger. Um, my oldest sister was a, kind of an aficionado of horror movies. And I remember as a very young teen going to Blockbuster. Hey, you guys remember those? Yeah. Um, going to <laughs> Blockbuster and getting a, a slew of movies. And uh, she had recommended that one.
0: And that's got a scary cover. Oh,
2: yes. Yes, it does. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's a very uh, creepy film. Uh, it was even remade. Uh, when was that? 2013, 2014? Uh, Really neat remake. But uh, anyway, uh, if you're unfamiliar with the movie, like I said, it is kind of like a a precursor to a lot of other films that kind of later would be influenced by it. But the idea is a group of uh, four individuals kind of going out. In seclusion a weekend at a cabin, and uh, weird things are starting to happen. Uh, They come across a tape of an archaeologist that's kind of like has discovered this book and starts reading incantations from it. And so, uh, when doing so, of course, brings about something evil. If you haven't seen it before, um, like I said, it is influential not only in terms of the storytelling, but um, there's a lot of practical effects in it. Uh, They used. Prosthetic makeup, stop motion animations, mm-hmm. just such an uh, amazing uh, timestamp to show uh, people being creative. Like I said, you know, Sam Raimi would later go on. People know him for doing uh, the original Spider-Man trilogy, um, is actually coming back to the MCU. Um, it will be directing uh, Doctor Strange 2 now, yeah. uh, which we just found out, I think, in the last several months. But yeah, such a such a great movie. Uh, Ash Williams is such a really neat character. Uh, even that, like I said, there have been several movies. The character was brought back. In the last couple of years, for uh, a TV show called Ash vs. Evil Dead, he's been in comic books, in video games, um, really kind of well known. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if you haven't seen it before, see where it kind of started off, watch The Evil Dead. And also, if you're interested, watch Evil Dead 2, which is also on uh, Overdrive and Libby. So, worth checking out. Check it out.
1: Is Army of Darkness on there?
2: Army of Darkness is not, uh, oh, surprisingly bummer. enough.
1: It's my favorite of the three.
0: That's the one where
2: it goes really off the rails. That's when he goes back in time.
1: Yeah, they fully accepted how ridiculous it is and just really lean into it. <laughs> I love all three of those movies.
2: So do I, yeah.
1: When I was a, a younger woman, I was quite into horror movies myself. <laughs> And my freshman year of college, I took a seminar worth two credits called Zombies, Chainsaws, and Screams. Oh, uh, nice. And That's cool. basically, we met, we met once a week for like two to three hours, somewhere around there, and talk about horror movies and their cultural significance. And it, then in between, obviously, our assignments were watching horror films, and then we would talk about the way that horror – both informs and reflects societal fears and anxieties. And it was just really interesting. And uh, Evil Dead was one of the ones that we watched. I had already seen it since in high school. I saw every horror movie I could get my hands on.
2: But you get to see it with a new lens when when it's kind of framed that way, which is always really neat.
1: Yeah, and it was exciting getting to talk to a room full of other people who are also as into horror movies as I was
0: <laughs> cool. All right, David, thank you so much for that pick. Absolutely. And both of you, thank you for joining me again here on check it out. Thank you listeners for listening to our podcast. We'll be back next week with another episode and some more picks for you. Bye. Bye. See you then. <laughs>